You're listening to Felony Podcast with your host, Dave Dahl, on the Startup Radio Network. The Felony Podcast explores ex-felons that have gone on to launch their own startups. We explore the ups, the downs, the behind-the-bar stories with these founders. Felony Podcast airs every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. My name is Mark Grimes, co-founder of Startup Radio Network. Also with us in the studio, Dave's partner in crime, Lad Justison. And here's a man with a plan, leader of the band, buff and tanned, Dave, the killer bread man, doll. Hey, welcome to Felony Inc., everybody. I'm your host, Dave Dahl, formerly of Dave's Killer Bread, and now I do other things, non-bread things, things that might make, you, make your teeth sweat. With me in the studio, as usual, is my ugly partner in crime, Face for Radio, Lad Justice, and hi, Lad. What's happening? That's enough, there, sir. That's enough from you. Lad, please tell our listeners <laughs> what in the world. <clears throat> hey, never, never mind. Instead, Lad, please sing us a little tune. I'm barely getting by these days in a world so cold. <laughs> so, hey, with us in the studio today is our old pal and good buddy and artist, Mark Gailey. Founder, owner, and proprietor of Murder Inc. Murder Inc.'s local. Well, let's talk about how it's spelled first. Murder Inc., as in I N K, as in tattoos. As opposed to Felony Inc., which is I N C, as in incorporated. Mark is an incredible tattoo artist, at least as far as you know. This is radio, after all, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, Murder Inc. was founded in 2015. As an artist collective, bringing you some of Portland's best tattoo artists in one convenient downtown location with an array of different styles from portraits, black and gray, bold, beautiful color, traditional, neo-traditional, and more from award-winning artists. Um, Got this shit straight from their website, so there it is. Hey, welcome to Felony Inc. there, Mark. Thanks for having me, Dave. This is awesome. Mark Gailey. Wow, what a guy. Uh, Since I've gotten to know him over the last few months, he's been a a real drag on society. And uh, I I, I appreciate that because we can transform him. (laughs) What do you got to say for yourself, buddy? Nothing. (laughs) You got it all right. (laughs) No, actually, Mark is uh, a former felon, a knucklehead. and he's got plenty of war stories to tell, but we're not going to talk war stories today. We're going to talk uplifting stuff because Mark's got plenty of uplifting things to say. Uh, Mark, we do need to talk a little bit about, about your past and, you know, how you came to this point. Okay. Where do you, you want to begin? You want to begin with your childhood or and end with your second childhood or, or how do you want to do it? I don't care. I was kind of a black sheep uh, of my family. Was, um getting in trouble early, getting into drugs and crime. Ended up doing a lot of time in prison. Why did you do that? What, what, what made you um, do that? You, you know, fall into BS? You know, I think about that um, a lot back when I was on my last prison set. With, you know, because I had like this little uh, divine intervention um, a long time ago. And I was like, what 
was I thinking? And I tried to pinpoint it. Um, you know, mental health um, issues like, uh, I don't know, emotionally immature, or, you know, um, being the wrong place at the wrong time and just like uh, getting caught up into the criminal social scene, I think. Did you have uh, any such you know, diagnoses, I know it wasn't, you weren't diagnosed this way, but you, could, would you, looking back, would you say that you may have been sort of hyperactive, as they used to call it, ADHD, or were you just a, a perfectly adjusted dude who decided to do drugs? Uh, no, I think I definitely had uh, ADHD. Um, I think you still do, actually. I never, I do, I do, bad. Um, I don't take medication for it because I like who I am. Mm -hmm. um, but We like you too. When I was younger, I think that didn't play too well with the public schools and being um, normal socially. So that's probably my propensity to hang out with undesirables. Mm -hmm. Do you find things, uh, I don't want to get into too much current stuff yet, but do you find that um, there are things that you can work on about yourself? Constantly. Okay, so um, you, you are self-critical? Very self-critical. Okay, I think any entrepreneur needs to be really self-critical. Self uh, in fact, most people should, everybody should be, uh, but not to the point where, you're, uh, where you have low self-esteem and hate, hating on yourself, but rather finding ways to improve. Um, so let's go back to school and no school and what, what happened? When, when was the first time you got in trouble? Mm, big trouble. Kindergarten? No, big trouble. <clears throat> Probably uh, junior high, got caught stealing uh, fishing tackle. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but I wanted to go fishing. So I got caught doing that. Okay. Well, you know, you're young and, and uh, that happens. So when was your first time that you got locked up for, for good, for reals? Um, that would be the McLaren uh, Reform School, and that was for theft and assault. Yeah, and uh, was that your only juvenile thing besides uh, rape? <laughs> oh, I said, did I say that loud? Wait, <laughs> it was, yeah, he, he didn't rape. That. No, he did not rape anybody. It was, it was, it was an animal, so don't really know. <laughs> That's right. Bestiality's uh, okay. Yeah. That's uh, not rape. Okay, let's let's move on to your. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Let's, yeah, listen, it, no, because animals are generally willing. That's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you, I mean, they can't say no. That's right. So uh, anyway, so when you were eighteen, mm. did you start on a career of uh, of crime and uh, you know? Tell me how it all. I turned happened. eighteen in McLaren actually, um, and. I had already escaped from there, and they popped me back, and I got halfway across the United States before they caught me. It was a big old deal. And they put me in, like, a serious lockdown for a couple weeks back then, which was a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they, uh, then I went to the workplace, and uh, I turned 18, and I, like, went into one of my reviews. I said, dude, I'm 18. Get me out of here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you thought you were done with that stuff when you escaped. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Was, One way or the other, you're was, done with it. I was such a knucklehead. I escaped like a, a month before I completed my parole for whatever reason. Thought it was, yeah. a, good because, thought it was a good idea. Yeah, because at that point, you don't, you really don't have perspective on, on it all. You're kind of like, oh, this is, this is fucked. I got to get out of here. You know, and it's about all you're thinking. And uh, so what, you know, what is your career uh, with drugs and, and, uh, and crime? 
Um, I never was a good criminal. <laughs> you and me both. I was a good convict, though. Neither was Lad, obviously. I was, I was a good convict. I wasn't a good criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was more, I think I uh, related to it socially with my emotional immaturity and my ADHD and stuff. It's, these were the people I somehow related to. I could, you know, work socially with that instead of being like, a, you know. Yeah, because when you when everybody's got ADHD, nobody knows what anybody's saying. I mean, they can't follow each other. So it's great. Everybody's lost and confused. Yeah, yeah let's take a long hit. <laughs> Makes it even better. Yeah. So anyway, you, uh, how many times did you, were you convicted and sent down? You know, um... I don't know exactly how many times. It was a lot. Okay. Um, I was, I'm surprised. I shouldn't even be... Uh, I should still be locked up for the stuff I pulled. I'm fortunate that um, I'm out here. But I did 17 years in and out. Um, the last one, being the longest, was six years. So... Yeah, so... Um, when did you start... Okay, obviously, I, I think you probably learned... Tell me if I'm wrong. You learned uh, the first part of tattooing while you were in prison. Yes, I did learn to tattoo in prison. And that happens. So I think, let me tell you the tattoo story. It's kind of cool. So I must have been like seven, eight, maybe even younger. My dad had one of his workers over painting the house, and he had this tattoo on him. And um, his name was Turkey, and it was a tattoo of a turkey. And this guy's like a, you know, this is, I don't know, early 70s, late 60s maybe. And uh, he had like this hot rod car with this foam steering wheel, the and I just thought that guy was the coolest. I was just all over. I probably annoyed him, but I, I think that was, my, that was my, <laughs> of course I did. That was my first impression of a tattoo, and I loved it. And I think shortly after that, I got my first stick and poke, like, I don't know, when I was like 14 or something. Mm. So. You've always been into tattoos. I think I've been in, yeah. But when did you start getting into it? Not doing it yourself. 1985. I was in prison for the first time. I was getting tattoos. The guy I was sold up with, I think I annoyed him, too. <laughs> I, keep, I kept drawing and showing him these designs. And I think finally he just got tired of me. And um, he said, here, put a pattern on your on your leg. And he goes, do your own tattoo. And I think because that thing hurt so bad, he was pulling the skin. I think he jabbed the needle so I would not want to get tattooed anymore but um, it turned out all bright and red in the shower the next morning with like you know 20 dudes they all seen this bright red tattoo and they thought wow that's cool who did it I'm like mm, I did <laughs> so I was kind of tricked into tattooing so people were like uh, can you do me yeah and you were how old then I think I was 20 years old mm-hmm. and you've always been an artist or I have yeah so you not always not always the best artist, but yeah. <laughs> I've always been drawing. Right, so you started doing that young, really probably in McLaren or something. Actually, way younger. This is another memory. Was God, I must have been three or four. My parents got me this tracing book, and I traced through it the whole night, and it was on since then. Right on. Yeah, I'm a, I, I like to draw too. I mean, I used to when I was young, um, but I never developed the the the, the, the talent. Uh, just like anything else, I haven't developed anything actually. I just kind of, you know, I delegate development. You develop, you develop, you develop, and then I look good. So, yeah. Um, but didn't you draw the original um, Dave's Killer Bread yeah. logo? Yeah, I did. Uh, I drew the idea because, I mean, I had an idea, and the original idea was much more complex than what ended up happening because logos aren't really, 
you know, co complicated drawings. They're simple. The simpler, the better. And, unfortunately, you know, it's weird that we ended up with this ridiculous logo of me with a guitar. Uh, it says Dave's Bread. But the idea was that it was on a wall. This would be painted on a wall. A brick wall. On a brick wall. And somebody <laughs> comes along and spray paints killer over the top of it. And... Uh, you know, that was that was the idea, but that didn't work in a logo. Nobody sees that now. There's too much stuff going on on it to really have a centralized little cartoon of it. Yeah, and for me, the real where I might really developed as a as a drawing person uh, was in CAD, computer drafting, which using a computer, not physically, not developing my skills with my hands, but developing my skills with pushing buttons. And uh, I got pretty good at that. So Seems like it had to be harder than drawing to me. Uh, maybe, maybe to you it would be. Uh, maybe drawing would be harder for me. Uh, I was never a good mechanical drafter. I mean, a, a never a good hand drafter. I just it didn't develop that way. I developed uh, on the computer. Which, so anyway, that's just one of my things that I I, I believe that people um, need to find something to replace the BS that they've that they've been doing all their lives. I mean, we're we're smart guys. I mean, we're reasonably intelligent guys. Some of us. Uh, you know, we, I, we're talented. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, guys have been in prison and, and so forth, and ladies. Um, they're just misdirecting their their talents and their their, their focuses. You know, so, Mark, when you were in there, I, I know I did. I, I'd seen some remarkable artists in prison. And all, obviously you have a lot of time to just draw, you know, and kind of hone your craft, but I'm sure you've probably seen it too, but there, it's just amazing some of the artists in there. Yeah, I've seen incredible artists. They don't ever follow through with it. They come out and continue with the drug and stuff. It's just sad that they can't grasp that thing that they need to... I mean, these guys would be just incredible, mm -hmm. but they just... Well, let me, you know, the thing is about art is that, you know, being an artist, a lot of guys can can get away with that in prison. They it, they don't need to make a living. They, they probably do. They make a little bit of money here and there. But they're not be learning accountability uh, to to the system, to whatever it is that's going to make it work for them out, outside. They have to learn things that they have to apply themselves to something uh, bigger than themselves, I guess, and uh, something to reach for. And tell us... Tell us for, you know, in your case, you, just like all of us probably, you spend a lot of time wasting time in prison, uh, doing stupid shit, but what began to make things change for you? God, this is, this is the most um, strange thing is, I, just, I call it a divine intervention. I just, um, I was wanted by the cops, I was, actually I'm from Eugene, and I was up in Portland living with this girl, and I stayed there for probably a year. Um, um, wanted because I skipped a court date and I don't know just one day I just woke up and uh, I just had this like switch that was flipped and I told the girl I go look I'm done doing dope she goes okay and I went back to sleep the next morning my mom called me and told me my dad was sick and I need to come down there I just packed my bags and never looked back um, ever since and how long has that been that was jeez uh, <clears throat> been a long time yeah over 15 years okay so it's been 15 years you've been on a good path or you've had some I've, I've had some hiccups yeah um not perfect I knew that. I'm not perfect but um I'm, I'm definitely uh stopped myself 
um, way more focused. I, I don't. I look at things differently. A couple of my hiccups has been behind girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, love. Girls themselves can be hiccups, uh, and, and yeah. not not saying girls, but pe- people in general can be a pain in the ass. Uh, so um, anyway, fifteen years ago, you embarked on a, a new new birth, a rebirth, I would say. Yeah. And I just totally, I, I, I didn't understand, what, you know, what I was thinking, why I thought that was okay. Um, you know, uh, I just, a uh, flip of a switch, totally different mindset, you know, going from black and white, you know. But it, it led, uh, but you had to go through all the things that you had gone through to get to that point. And maybe just suffering enough, maybe just adversity enough said, oh, that's it, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore, right? Well, you know what's, what's crazy is um, after that, I like cared for my dad for the two months up till he died. I was had my kids back, my younger kids now, but um, and I was doing just fine, then I didn't realize that three years prior to that, I was indicted for uh, a bunch of identity thefts and forgeries. And they sat on the indictment for, uh, you know, 30 days shy of the statute of limitations. So I'm all clean and sober and living a good life. I was volunteering at the skate park, uh, helping youth, putting on these great things. I was so happy. And cops showed up in my house with a SWAT team. And <laughs> Seven years later? No. How many? Um, because you, your statute of limitations is, was... Three years. Was three years on that car. Yeah. Oh. So prior to that, um, horror deal... That they just sat on it and waited for, you know, and then they just indicted me. You on got it. no complaining to begin with. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that scene. Uh, once I got no no complaining for shoplifting, and uh, they came back at me with robbery one, robbery two, <laughs> robbery three. Yeah, and I ended up doing time for that uh, for robbery two, but that was before Measure Eleven. Did you do any Measure Eleven time? No, I didn't. No, because you're not you're not you're not violent, are you? Or um. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I've been, I've done robbery stuff, but um, that doesn't oh, count. <laughs> yeah, I never got a measure eleven. Yeah. Um, but what I want to say about that, uh, you know, it was just like, here I am, just like living my life, and then bam, end up have to go do six years. You know, it's a whole different mindset going to prison. And all these guys like banging on the yard, just like you know, wheeling. And you were and, done with that. Wheeling, dealing. I'm just like totally out of my element. I'm just like. So, you know, I was originally going to do a skateboard uh, company with my art. So I just sat in my cell and drew and just, I, I focused, refocused my art while I was in there. And uh, I don't know, I, everyone just kept bugging me for tattoos. So I just like, as soon as I got out, I just started tattooing again. Hmm. So you're, you're downtown Portland. Yeah. You're, um, can you give our listeners uh, an idea where you're at and how they can get a hold of you? Um, we're at 730 Southwest 11th Avenue. Um, like three blocks up from Pioneer Square, um, on 11th and in between Yamhill and Morrison. It's kind of a basement. It's kind of hard to see. We have like a little tattoo sign, but you got to kind of know. It's really cool, man. If you see it from the street, you're like, hey, that is, that's cool. Because you see the murder ink, um, and you see all this just cool shit going on. It's kind of on a halfway down, uh, from the sidewalk, um, which is, which a lot of places are on that, on that strip. Uh, it's kind of a cool strip. Yeah, it's weird because you come off the street, then you go down into your your. Uh, yeah, it's like a basement. Yeah, but it's and cool. You're into a into a different little, uh, a cool little world. But you know, there. Dave, I got a I got a tattoo from Mark. Yeah, yeah. 
It's, it's on my left shoulder, yeah. and uh, I've had a really good idea about about it because on my left shoulder, Mark tattooed a really cool portrait of Jesus, mm-hmm. which is you know something important in my life. But on the other shoulder, I'm going to take your bread logo, you on the on the bread, just your head, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to put some horns on there. So I'll have yeah. Jesus on one side. And I'll have Dave with horns on the other side. So it's, you know, good and the bad. So you put bad seed on it? Yeah, bad seed. Yeah, okay. Uh, that works. Um, whatever, dude. I, I like the attention. I mean, that's good for me. You know you know how I am. I'm a, I'm a attention whore. So uh, if horns or not, I, I'm happy to be on your shoulder. Hey, you know something uh, else, Dave, is... Uh, um, we, obviously, we have Allon in the studio with us today, our sound guy. How you doing today, Allon? The audio gnome as well. Thank you. Thank you. Allon, take it all off, baby. Take oh, it all yeah. Off. Hey. And then also uh, in studio, we have uh, one of Mark's friends. Mark, can you introduce your friend? Yeah, Josh Dill. He's one of my tattoo artists. He's incredible. He does the best color work. And what he's doing here today is uh, they are doing Facebook Live. Am I live? Um, so um, all the guys out there can... Go over to Mark Gailey's Murder, Inc. website and see Mark and us in the studio. Mm. No signal. No signal. Okay. Well, if you guys are getting this, then uh, if you guys are watching Facebook Live right now and you're seeing us, then uh, you're hallucinating. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we got some some advertisements we got to have here. But um, where am I at, Dave? Oh, CPA dudes, where accounting is never boring. Their price is not based on time. Instead, customers decide what to pay them. I'd pay them a couple bucks. That's it. You don't. They don't charge you for sending invoices, phone calls, emails, texts, or meetings. They just get the damn job done. Find them at cpadudes.com slash startup radio. Mark, what do you, what do you think? think? Was yeah. that pretty good? Have you heard of this before, Mark? What? This, these accounting guys. No, I need them right now. I just yeah. I give them a hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Way more than lads two dollars. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, need that right now, bad. I'm definitely gonna call them. Look it up. It's uh, cpadudes.com/slash/startupradio. They will not like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I doubt they'll think you, they'll let you just run them over. Um, I would like to think these guys were smart enough to. Uh, to make, uh, they, they must be smart, they're CPAs, right? Um, and they're not going to let you just abuse them like you do everybody else. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, Dave, um, I like to ask Mark um, about your business now. Obviously, you guys are doing well enough to stay aboard, keep yeah. things going. And I know that when I was down there, you, there was other tattoo artists there. Can you kind of give us an idea how many tattoo artists you have um, and, and, you know, Let's see. There is like seven. And including you? Including me. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's Tess Eckhart. There's uh, Daniel Zedeker. Ish Vega. I don't know if he's there anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, nope. Um, let's see. Mm, Josh Dilly. Josh Dilly. Josh Dilly, you want to come say? You want to talk about your tattoo work here? Hello. Otherwise known. Otherwise known as Pretty Boy Josh. Yeah, he's a pretty boy, and he is the real deal. Real deal. Real daily. He can find him at Instagram on Portland's Finest. Right on. So, uh, Mark, also, um, I, I know that you've put on these little things with Facebook in your studio. I know. Hold on, I forgot Jacob Foster. Oh, Jacob Foster. Jacob Foster, of he's course. a badass. He's sick right now, but he'll be back in a day or two. Oh, cool. So, cool. Anybody else you forget? Mm, probably. Philip. 
Philip Andrew. He's a guest artist right now, but he's going to work on being there permanent, hopefully. I got a lot of stuff we, we want to get to, but uh, what were you asking? Well, you know, I know Mark kind of does uh, some different things down in his shop. I know one night you had a bunch of comedians there. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you guys have tattooed um, some pretty famous people around town coming through. And I also know that you guys have a portable bus that you're going to be taking out. Oh, yeah. So let's, tell us about that. Okay. Um, yeah, we've tattooed. Because of our location downtown, we get a lot of... Uh, Incredible travelers, uh, celebrities. We got uh, Breaking Benjamins, who will be uh, opening for Five Finger Death Punch on a tour. I can't wait to go see that. <laughs> Actually, I'm working on getting the bus backstage to go tattoo the the band members since we've already tattooed them. I got kind of a little in. The tattoo bus is um, a one of a kind thing. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 proven to be a, a challenge. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. um, We're going to have a talk about that. In, insurance is an issue. Off the air. Yeah. Okay. But you can tell us. No, tell us what what you can. So this bus is a one of a kind uh, rock star tour bus that's equipped to tattoo. It's got five tattoo stations in it. It's got a piercing station. Um, it's just it's so uh, unique and cool. I just I'm getting hit up for all kinds of events and stuff. I mean I'm kind of stepping back and being a little bit picky. Because um, people are jabbing at me, just trying to get a little piece of me. So I'm just like, mm, hold on, time out. It's a good um, problem. It's a good problem, definitely. So the bus is going to be very, very special. Um, I'm going to do a YouTube uh, channel on it, specifically on the bus, because uh, we're going to be um, doing special things with it, special events in extravagant locations. <laughs> very cool. So Yeah, I, uh, I've been kind of keeping an eye on this from afar. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, not a spectator sport anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but so how can, how can we get you up and running? So anyway, that's uh, it's, I don't know. How can we get you up and running? What is your what is your challenge right now? Uh, my challenge is um, I'm overcoming. It's just it's me being focused because mm -hmm. um, I'm I, I'm so busy and and I'm sure you can relate to this doing your entrepreneur yes. stuff, uh, running a business, uh, having to pay seven artists on time. Plenty of personal issues to um, deal with. I got some personal issues. Yes. Um, you're, and Mark is a dad, for one thing. He's a father, and, uh, yeah, he's struggling with a lot of things that people struggle with. Uh, but he is a good dad. That's what I've seen. That's one thing I've seen about this guy. Shout, yes, out, to, shout out to Saxon Gene Edward Gailey. Mm -hmm. um, he's my pride and joy. He's my best friend. Love him to death. He does He does take uh, the priority of my time. That's How that's, old is he? He's coming up on three. Three. Is he enjoying that little uh, race car I gave him? He loves that. He loves that race car. How about that? He, yeah, left it in the, the babysitter's car. He's like, race car, lad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, asked, I asked him today, I go, uh, I go you want to go see Dave? You remember Dave? He's like, yeah, Dave. <laughs> he goes, Dave, Yeah, I'm way up there. Yeah. yeah, you know what was funny is um, Dave has uh, some granddaughters, and then, of course, uh, one of them, she was really shy to be, you know, when she was young, but she would point to the bread wrapper with Dave's logo on it and go, Grandpa. It was so cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, she was like conditioned to do that over and over. Finally, she started falling into the into the path. That yeah, wanted to. yeah. It's it's uh, so anyway. Um, really cool uh, work that this gentleman does. I've had him do some work on me so far already and you know he's got a thing about not finishing what he starts no i'm just kidding no he just hasn't had a chance yet um uh tattoos are are don't don't all happen at once generally do they no not the good ones yeah so um 
anyway, let's get to let's get to some more about that. I mean, I think we haven't hardly even covered your or your business yet. Tell us um, tell us the ups and the downs. Cover some ups, cover some downs to your to you know whatever degree you want to. The ups, owning your own business, um, incredible feeling, especially after, you know, I've gone through a few tattoo shops. I mean, it was in Eugene. Eugene is an incredible place to live, but it's so saturated with tattoo shops, and it's it's a vicious little tattoo community. I'm so glad to be out of that. Being downtown, I'm like one of the only shops in the area. I don't have to worry about the shop on the corner or whatever, you know, them getting more business. We have, we're definitely our own entity, very blessed in uh, where I'm at right now. Um, the financial thing is not really happening right now. I'm, I'm still, you know, working to make it more successful. Some of the downside is I spend most of my time babysitting artists because, you know, if everyone could work like me, I'd be great. <laughs> but, you know, it's like everyone has their issues. I have to hold their hand through it and, you know, I have to make sure they're paid on time or make sure that the other guy's not bothering them. Or, you know. Tattoo artists no- notoriously flaky, I think. I mean, it's kind of a, a, it's a tendency among artists in general. And- well, yeah, there's, there, I mean, maybe 60%. There's yeah. 40% out there that are awesome, hardworking Motivated. Motivated, incredible, ready to, you know, go the extra mile. You know, setting yourself apart in the tattoo industry is not easy. There's, you know, it's become popular and there's a lot of good artists that are flourishing. So um, it's it's constantly working hard. Um, You know, social media is, it's a grind. You got to stay on top of that, you know. Um, So how does one who's into, into, uh, that wants a tattoo, how do you, how do you skip over the not so good and get right with the right people? That's meeting meeting an artist, looking at their work, you know, connecting with them. That's what's really good about a shop is we. I, I try to express all my artists, try to connect with every customer, make them feel special, because they are special. You're putting your art on them. You want to yeah, do your best. Huge. You want to do your best job on every tattoo you do. If it's a if it's a little flower, do your best little flower. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do a portrait, do your best portrait. You know, and sometimes you know it's not always about the money. You know, tattoos are expensive, but sometimes you know. Work an extra hour or two off the clock for your customer. They appreciate that, and they'll come back. You know. Let so, them... so what Mark's saying is it's, they're free. The tattoos are free. Free tattoos all day today. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> all right, how are you not? I'm not working today. <laughs> <laughs> Some other shop is, is going to give uh, free right. tattoos. Okay. You know, Mark, um, uh, one of the big transformations in your life, of course, was uh, deciding that you weren't going to do drugs anymore. You know, I know the tattoo world kind of has that kind of thing running around in it quite a bit. How How is that for you? I mean, how, is it a struggle for you sometimes to kind of make things work in that area where you're staying away from the, you know, the old lifestyle? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty motivated. Um, uh, you know, maybe there's a little... Uh, temptation to you know do it once in a while. I just I look at the big picture. Um, I the artists do struggle with it. Um, artists are you know they're the kind of people that are emotional or whatever. I'm not sure they have, if they're not smoking weed, they're you know drinking or something. So there's always a little something going on. But um, you know I try to keep my artists focused, motivate them, let them know I'm there for them. If if uh, you know if they feel they need to talk to me, I just want to be available let them know i got their back i'll do whatever for them you know i want them to be the best that they can be hey mark so um our listeners may want to go 
and uh, see the the bus. They might want to, you know, they want they want to keep up with what you're doing. Um, what? How do they do that? Facebook, Instagram. Um, Facebook and Instagram, and it's uh, you can Mark Gailey on Facebook. I go. I use my personal page. I never. I tried the business page. It didn't work as good. So my personal page or the uh, murdering shot page will connect you to me. It's Mark G A I L E Y. Yeah, I mean, it still says G A Y L E I on my phone for some reason, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. Because you got um, a one track mind. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't <laughs> think like that. I really don't. Um, <laughs> You'd be surprised what he thinks. <laughs> hey, you said no gay jokes. Right. Well, I, no, see, now you turned it into that. All right. We don't mess around with gay jokes, but <laughs> your, your last name is a gay joke. <laughs> it is. So it's all good. Uh, I'm very resilient because yeah, of it. <laughs> I bet. Well, the last name of Dahl isn't, it doesn't, right. know, doesn't I, go all that well when you're a kid either. Youngster. Now I'm proud of it. It's like, right. hey, I got a cool name. That is Dave cool. Dahl. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You ever seen those really creepy dolls? You know, those ones with the eyes that seem like they're following you? That's mm -hmm. Dave. Right there. Mm -hmm. Creepy doll. And I'm getting ready to, well, it's not about me. So uh, getting back to Mark, um, where, again, we are talking with Mark Gailey, uh, who owns Murder, Inc., I-N-K, not I-N-C, like Felony, Inc., and, uh, boy, Murder, Inc., is a, it's a, what a great thing. He's doing what he likes to do for a living, right? Yeah, I'm very, I feel very blessed that it's come to this. It wasn't really popular when I first started. Uh, I was tattooing on bikers and drug addicts and drunks. Things have changed in the tattoo world. Yeah, absolutely. It's become more accepted and more like appreciated. Yeah, we're getting because of our. We're so blessed to have the location. Um, we're getting a lot of travelers, people that are like will come in and just get a little one hundred, two hundred dollar tattoo. They come in three or four, so we get a lot of walk-ins, which is uh, you know it's a hard thing in the tattoo thing. Michelle, who's listening right now, I hi believe, Michelle. Say hi to Michelle. Hi yeah. Michelle. Hey, Michelle is my significant other. Oh, nice. Most of the time, and uh, and mine too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he wishes. <laughs> so, but Michelle needs a tattoo covered up. She's got this tattoo that I've been hating on for about nine years, and I need. We need to get that fixed. You know what I'm talking about, Laddie? Is yes. it Lad's name? <laughs> <laughs> Some other guy's name, actually. Yes. Okay. So it's time to get that fixed, and you owe me, brother. Hey, I'm ready whenever you are. You yeah. said, well, she's got more time than I got. Okay, so you can do hers before we finish mine. All right. Anyway, done deal, Michelle. Yeah, yeah you know, I get, put a plug on Mark. The, the tattoo that I got, you know, I posted it on my Facebook, and just a tremendous amount of people, you know, um, commented on how how fantastic it was. So, if you have you want to look at one of the tattoos today, you know, that Mark did, just go to my Facebook, you know, Lad Larue. And you can see the tattoo there. I got it on my, my main picture, but it's great. Yeah, okay. Nobody asked you. But, uh, <laughs> thanks for filling up some airtime. Well, you, you, didn't, you didn't offer to show anybody the, the tattoo Mark did on you. Well, it's pretty hard to show right now. Um, there's nobody looking anyway. Well, you can post it somewhere. Yeah, well, I'm going to post it when it's done. That's okay. what I'm going to do. All right. Uh, so, uh, anyway, Mark... Tell us more about your about your past and current times. What are your ups and downs? We didn't get to all those yet. The ups and downs. Okay, where was he at? The ups and downs. some ups. You, you told yeah. us a couple ups, and you told us some struggles. And um, let's, let's hear about it. 
the downs. Yeah, it's just a lot of work. Sometimes I get really tired, um, frustrated. You know, juggling. You know, it's it's a balance, and I'm trying to find. I'm at the point in my life where I'm trying to find that balance. You know, family, social. You know, giving myself a break sometimes because I I try to work every day, and I'm I'm a workaholic. That's my drug of choice. Is I like work. that about you. Um, I appreciate that. And you know, because so, that keeps you from doing other things that are bad. Right. And, you know. For you, you and me, that's what we need to do, right? Everyone needs to find that. If they have a problem with that, find something you want to do every day that you love to do. Whether it's, you know, working on cars or, you know, building birdhouses or pottery, whatever. Find something you like. Um, when I, when I, the time that I've known you, I've gotten to know you fairly well. And uh, I like what I see because you are down to earth, pretty funny guy. Um, you've been through adversity and you've overcome but uh, you're so down to earth in that you, I believe you're basically a self-honest person and I think you're honest in general and I appreciate that, respect that. Um, but you know, the, you've had your struggles with, with certain artists. They, tell us about how that can go. I mean, because as an entrepreneur, a lot of the people that are listening are entrepreneurs and uh, we want to help them. So uh, we want to give them some food for thought. Yeah, well, um, a lot of the, uh, as a boss, I don't really look at myself as a boss. That's my problem, maybe. Sometimes I need to be more authoritative because they are actually working for the shop. But um, I've had to fire people, which have been really hard for me. Um, I, I, you know, I, I generally like people. I love people. And after I get to know them, I, I just find things I like in them. And I just, you know, it's like I... Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of a nice guy until you really piss me off. I'm kind of the same. Uh, then I snap. But I yeah. usually it's hard for me to get to that point. But um, you know, I just need to be uh, more firm sometimes when I'm dealing with employees, making sure. That, you know, I'm at a point right now where I just have to. Uh, you know, I'm just cut out the bullshit. You know, I'm I'm I've I've fucked around for a long time. I can't say that on radio again. Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. On this radio. Uh, okay. Okay, I, I, you know, I fucked around just letting people in you my know, life. You can't say it twice, though. Okay. Just once. Now you're you fucked. One. <laughs> now you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, you can't um, say that either. Oh. Um, piss. We'll, we'll beep all that out. Piss. Oh. <laughs> George Carlin. Oh. There you go. Seven things you can't say on radio. Yes. Uh, you, but we so, can say whatever we want, as long as it isn't uh, offensive toward any particular group, like lad, uh, like uh, you know, lads, lads, lads no, kind, no lad types, no <laughs> lad types, yeah. lively lads. Mm -hmm. That wasn't even very good, Dave. Well, I know. It wasn't. I'm, I'm trying to fill some time. Okay, well, okay, well hold on. I was on something. Okay. Right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was talking about good. I like talking this. about me having yeah. to be a hard ass <laughs> to my employees. Push through, Mark. Push it. So, because um, <laughs> I get, I need to take a break. Can you hold on for just a second? Yep. And remember what you got. That's great. Okay, here we go with a break. Ad break number two. It says pork bun domains, websites, and internet commerce for the rest of us. Don't be a goddamn pig, whatever that means. Pork bun, where you can get website domain names for your business or personal brand with the lowest prices and amazing free services, lad. Yeah, everyone's heard of .com, .net, or .org, but did you know you can get a domain name that matches what your startup does? If you are a design entrepreneur, you can get a 
design, domain, domain name. Use your imagination and contact them at porkbun.com slash startup radio. I love, I love new entrepreneur ideas. I love to see people uh, giving, it a, giving it the old college try and, and going out and trying to kick ass. And so um, that's Pork Bun Domains, and that's the CPA dudes, and that's a lot of people that are here at Startup Radio. Um, so we're excited about that. I'd love to see that. I'd love to be that fellowship. But let's get back to Mark, where he was. You had a, you had something, or have you already forgotten it? No, I remember. Hold on, I'm just going to take a selfie really quick. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, so yeah, I'm just like, uh, you know, dealing my, uh, personal business, separating them, um, stuff like that. You have to kind of, you know, you can be someone's friend, but when it comes to business, you got to, you know, kind of put your foot down and, and you can still be their friend, but you still have to keep them, you know, honest, um, keep them focused, keep them to be the best they can be. So, uh, you know, I mean, and I was saying that I'm, I'm at a point in my life right now. I've been uh, a Mr. Nice guy for a long time. It's like, you know, Always trying to help somebody out, give them a, you know, a job to do, like fix my car or, you know, something, you know, to, but I'm just like, I, at a certain point, I'm like, right now I'm, I'm, I'm very focused. I want to continue moving forward in my business and, and personal stuff. So I'm, I'm just like, I'm cutting out the bullshit. I was supposed to say that again. <clears throat> you're, you're good. Um, just let it go. And uh, just cutting out. And I'm just like, if, if I'm not dealing with somebody that's not moving forward, then, you know, um, then I'm just going to have to cut them off or, or uh, you know, find another avenue to where I need to go to get to where I'm going. Don't be afraid to um, be hard to get to where you need to go. You need to, you know, don't step on people, no. But, you know, just do the do the next right thing. Yes. And if someone else is doing the next right thing, then, cool. then deal with them. But if they're not, then you have to take care of that, too. Absolutely. And you... Uh, Yes, you're a nice guy, but not to the point of getting uh, beat up on and, you know, and run over. Um, and, and we do get run over. I sometimes. do get run over a little bit. Um, I do too. And I get frustrated with it and I still try to, but, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more worried about, you know, I got things to take care of. So. Right. So I, getting back to doing the next right thing, you can't say that's a great thing because you do the next right thing and then what, lad? And then the next great yes, thing. Yes, sir. God, good damn. God damn. I've been listening to you for too long. <laughs> and then what do you do? Mark? What? The next right thing. The next yeah, right keep thing. doing the next right thing. Yeah. It just it, it builds on itself. Definitely. That's right. And uh, sometimes sometimes the next right thing is you just don't know what it is, and sometimes you have to experiment. So um, sometimes experimenting is the next right thing, even though it fails. Sometimes it fails. That's yeah, what entrepreneurs do. You have to take a risk sometimes. Sometimes it's calculated. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a gut feeling. Mm. Um, and you have to be kind of thick-skinned as an entrepreneur because there are people watching and they're just like waiting for you to fuck up. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And you're just playing. You're just you're doing your thing, man. You're creating. As a creator, as, as a person who is creative, you're going to have slip-ups. You're going to have, you know, you're not doing something that's cookie-cutter. You know, that, okay, this has been done a million times. No, this is something, you're blazing your own trails. Like the, the bus, for instance. The bus, I can't wait to blaze that trail. It's, it's... What's the name of the bus? You know what, I'm, I might have a contest for that because I, I know it has to be the perfect name and I'm not set on what it is yet. I mean, it's for sure the Murder, Inc. bus, but 
Um, maybe it'll be its own entity. Well, maybe it's Murder Inc. Um, if I if I get you right, it's Murder. It says Murder Inc. on it, and does the you got some kind of rap or whatever that you're going to put on it, and but it has its own little nickname. Yes, so it's yeah. gonna be like hand painted on the back, like Lucille mm-hmm. or something. I'm yeah. not sure yet, though. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, you'll come up with something. Maybe right? Ashley <laughs> Saxon. Uh, yeah, no, it's got to be a girl, right? Yeah, it's got to be a girl. Yeah, Josh. So, so lad, Josh. Josh sounds good. That's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Dilly. I like yeah. Dude, this guy's awesome. Josh. Yeah. You know, Josh don't care, man. Josh, pull, pull around, do a selfie. Look at yeah. <laughs> so Josh actually. He's in your uh, Josh is. I met Josh before. Yeah. He came up to my little, little humble abode, and now he's. As we are standing here, we are taking a big selfie. With Did the, you get Dave in there? Okay. <laughs> you know, Dave, that's Better something. Dave that's something I think. Uh, you know, these guys are in the studio today with uh, Facebook Live. I, you know, I'd be kind of cool if we did that. You know. Yeah. I know we just haven't got around to it yet. Um, we kind of need, we kind of need somebody to come in here and, and take the reins on that. You know, somebody with some. Well, we got all on. He's pretty technical. Well, Can, you don't know this joke, do you? How many sound guys does it take to do lights? Sound guys don't do lights. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, sound guys don't do lights, and they don't do Facebook Live. That's, I think that's the point. There it is. <laughs> nice. But one of these days, we can do Facebook Live. That'd be cool. Um, we just need somebody to, anyway, somebody come in here with some uh, some passion for it, you know? Yeah. That goes, hey, you know, we'll get this angle, you know, we'll get this. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah you want to do it next week? I would week? love to do it. Yeah. Let's do it, because you've, you've done a lot of Facebook yeah. Live. Yeah. Um, very cool. In fact, I've been part of your Facebook Live before. People love them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, lad. Well, you know, um, I was just going to comment on Mark. You know, I'm impressed with Mark, and the reason why is because I knew Mark when I was in prison, of course, and we all take showers together, and I know that he's not, you know. Very well endowed. No, not oh. very. But he always, he always shows up with some really nice-looking gal. When we had we had our concert, bang, mm-hmm. there's Mark with this nice-looking gal, and I'm thinking, she does, hasn't seen does, she know? Yet. does she know? You find out. That's <laughs> uh, all good. You know, I found. I've, fortunately, I've found that 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 most women aren't too trippy. Or they don't don't care that much about how big it is. You know, as long as it ain't too small like yours. <laughs> <laughs> micro. They call me micro. Hey, it's for like short. a it's like hey. a dick only smaller. Hey, did you hear what I just said? They call me micro for short. <laughs> short for micro. <laughs> short. Yeah. We, you know, everybody out there, if you don't like it, just tune out. Sorry. No, uh, we're having fun. This is awesome. This is how we are. We're just a bunch of knuckle brains. And uh, and you know we we love we love laughing sometimes we we have the we have the mind to laugh at really really lame jokes or really <laughs> young really like uh what am i looking for juvenile we're very juvenile well you know remember dave when we were at uh, the bakery me and you got called in to hr because uh-huh. We were joking, and someone heard us. We didn't even know it was listening. And grab somebody's butt. And then, bang, we and got in trouble. And for at it. the time, I was the president of EKB. Yeah, <laughs> and I was his executive assistant. And bang, they're calling us in there saying, "Hey, you guys need to kind of watch what you're saying." And we're like, 
Oh, wow. Because we didn't know there was, you know, uh, there was some... Mixed company. Mixed company mm -hmm. there. And, and there's a lot of mixed company in this crowd right here that's right. listening to us. That's true. So, you know, of course, we don't want to offend anybody, but we just hope that you realize we love to joke. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we love everybody, too. And even people with small wieners, especially people with small wieners. Especially Mark. <laughs> especially Mark. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, let's get back to some real wah, deal shit. Wah. So, Mark, you know, um, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, when you do take your bus on tour, what do you got scheduled? Where are you going? You know, I mean... Well, I'm thinking um, San Jose is my first spot. The tattoo tour people are going to make accommodate me to bring my bus right in. I was trying to do it here in Portland, but I just couldn't get everything together in time. But uh, Tom Hernandez, who does the tattoo tour, I've talked to him just recently, and we're going to roll a bus down to the San Jose Tattoo Tour uh, Tattoo Convention and pull the bus right up inside with all the tattoo booths and have our own little special spot. So it's like going to be inside the building in the convention center. It's going to be... That's I'm pretty excited about that. So... So whether you have, whether you have insurance yet or not, right? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna photocopy. Let uh, somebody else drive it. Though. I'm gonna have somebody so you, else drive it because yeah. I'm I'm still waiting to get my license back. Yeah, I'm not perfect. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely. I'll just photocopy uh, one of those temporary trip permits because you're an honest guy. You don't break rules. Laws. Yeah, I, I just I'll take the license plate off my Corvette and put it on the bus. Yeah, the Corvette that doesn't. Oh wait, uh, it doesn't have license plates. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't run. Dave yeah. laughs at me. I have all these car projects, and I, it's like, I also, at one point, until the bus, I took it as a personal challenge. I was going to get this 55 Chevy wagon running. I was going to, I was so far. I, I was going to show you. I was going to, yeah, I did it. You motivated me. And then I said some shit. Then I, I put some shit in the game, didn't I? What you, I don't remember. I, 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 I discouraged you, you, you said, somehow. I, you said, oh, yeah, I consider it a spectator sport. I, I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's what motivated me. I'm like, okay. Because well, yeah. I do. I stack these cars that don't run. They're because cool. you can love on on people who do that. You love on what they're on what they're doing. But you, for you to get for me to get into that, and lad's seen me try to do that sort of thing. You know, with with uh, project cars and stuff. And you know, God, it's just for me, it's not a good thing. To do. Right. And I'm I'm so I've I've since the bus came up, I just I'm going to stack those cars over at my mom's house and. Give my kids when they get older, they can project them. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so, uh, 59 Ford Ranchero, uh, 55 Chevy Wagon, 71 Buick Centurion. Is it a four door? <laughs> is it a four door Chevy? 89 Corvette. The Chevy is a four door. The 55? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a wagon. It actually has the. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Because if it's a two door, it's a nomad and it's worth a lot of money. No, yeah, it's not a nomad. I wish. Anyways, so. Uh, can you remember any other, you know, we've talked about so many things. You want to bring anything up on your own that we haven't talked about? Oh, he's on the spot. Mm. Here he is. Because some things that we talk about, obviously, are too personal for the radio. Um, like his small wiener. Yeah, small wiener. But yeah. we keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Destruct, uh, yeah. Destructive so girlfriends. Like, so it's going to be known as murdering small wiener. <laughs> yeah, you'll be famous for that. Um, yeah. Well, that's a pretty wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we've we've uh, sat up on my deck. Mm -hmm. We stood up on my deck, looked out at the world, and gotten inspired. We've had some great inspired talks. Um what, can you tell us anything that you remember that, that we talked about at this moment? 
I know. Make um, something up if you can't do it. <laughs> but, you know, a couple of my personal issues that I'm not really going to. No, no. I'm not going to dig into a little bit. Not really the, well, the entrepreneurial shit. I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. But a couple of personal things. It's like uh, the thing about you, Dave, is is you're so well-rounded. And, and besides being a super cool musician, that's why I love you guys about your music. Yeah, cool dude. Awesome bread. Blah, Thank blah, you. blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, it's like you, uh, you know, you kind of like. Out of all the people I deal with, I like to think I'm a wise, very smart, thoughtful person. But it's like, you know, when I'm confused about like a life event, like with, you know, my girl that's having her struggles right now, it's like you just like, you know, put things in focus for me. Say one little thing, it's just like, oh, duh, da da. Sometimes so, you need someone else to, to look right. at it from the outside in. Right. And uh, I got to say one thing, though, this is that uh, it's like knowing you're a bread guy, super cool bread, awesomest bread in the world, so killer. Awesome. Mm. Thanks, uh, buddy. When I seen you and Lad's music that you guys did like what ten years ago on that little show, I just brought tears in my eyes. Oh, I fell in love. With, I fell in love with your music uh, and seeing you guys live at the Rialto. It's just like I can't wait till you guys play again. Right. It's like your music is perfect for me. Um, Thanks, buddy. I, I actually got up and danced. I'm not a dancer. Like, <laughs> do you see me? No, I don't. Rem- I think I probably did. You're laughing at me. Yeah, I probably was. Um, uh, told I, was me I was appreciating it actually, but I was talking smack about you, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. you were put, making yourself visible. And I was. If you're, if you're visible, you're gonna get. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I was just enjoying the company of that girl. You yeah. Because I, you know. Oh, she was. Yeah, hot. She, she was pretty hot. I would have. I, I thought Coo-coo. by the end of the week, oh, by the end of the night, me. I thought that she and I were going to get together. But. Right, I, had, I snatched her up and got out of there before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So nice. anyway, uh, we were getting short on time. What do we want to talk about? Let's, uh, have we have we plugged everything? Have we covered everything you want to cover? Uh, where are we at? Um, I just think this is awesome what you're doing. Anybody that's uh, that wants to do their own business or venture or whatever, don't be afraid, just do it. Sometimes you gotta take risks. Uh, you know, it's like I've been through a lot of uh, tattoo shops, you can't stop, you gotta, you, you know, you, you hit a bump or you fall down, you just like brush it off, get back up. Um, you know, you got people, uh, haters, whatever, just like, block that out, just, you know, find your vision and just try to take the baby steps, get a goal, accomplish the goal. Um, you know, but a lot of things is persistence is a, a key to life. Mm-hmm. Um, hard work. You keep perseverance. Working. And yes, perseverance. You keep working. Keep working. Um, Resilience. Uh, don't stop working just because you have a bad day. You know, um, if you need to take a break, take a break. But keep focused. Keep moving forward, step by step. You know, uh, it's like I'm gonna say a couple things about how I started out. Um, I got out of prison. I started off cleaning the restrooms with for a, a job through Goodwill Industries. Um, you can't say anything more powerful than that. Say it again and say what it took to do that. You know, I just, I was focused. I wanted to, I didn't want to do that, do anything anymore. It was the first job I could get. I, you know, uh, cleaning the restrooms and the garbage from these uh, rest I'm areas. I'm so proud along, of you for that. Along I-5. And then I ended up uh, getting another job through Goodwill. I stepped up. I was air blasting these stone rocks. And, and then I got a job at the sunglass and how? Because, because, because you had a little work history now, work work history, and and now you you knew how to. I mean, you you have to move up from where you're at. You, you yeah. were where you're at. You had to start where you were at. Yeah, I didn't. This didn't happen overnight. Mm. Um, this is not. I just didn't just like suddenly open a tattoo shop. I I worked my butt off for it. I actually went uh, end up going to school again for a while, which didn't work out because I got straight A's. I got A pluses actually four point something because I got. Um, 
A plus. I was so I was so focused 4. on this. Four point five. Something that's crazy. not possible. Is it, it is. It's an A plus oh. uh, with another A plus or something. I'm not yeah. sure. You get an A plus and then there's an A plus something. I'm not sure. Well, you're I, kissing some serious ass. I was just like I just wanted to be the best I could be. I was like I was like if I took it, I was taking everything serious. I wasn't you know I wasn't playing. If I was gonna go to school, I was gonna you know I was gonna get the best grades. I just spent so much time on that computer. Uh, you know, you're just do, like God, it's totally how you gotta do it. Um, and it's like I, I finally decided everyone was just hounding me for tattoos. That's when I, I quit the I was kind of had a graphic arts major and I did like two terms. Um, oh, you know how I you know how I got it, uh, uh, four plus five or whatever four point five is a, a bowling class. I got it. Um, a what? A bowling class. I got an A plus because I did a special project. Uh, I did a Twitter post. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so I did a good job. You had to. You had to. You had to. Package that in, in 150 words, letters or 145 or something. I don't know what to do. Back was. in those days, yeah, it was like uh, social media. He wanted us to figure out social media for some reason. So, yeah. So, uh, so well, you know, Mark, um, I, I personally want to tell you how proud I am of you, knowing you back when I knew you, and you know, when in our prison days, and seeing the change I was a in your head. life. We you all were a knucklehead, and uh, not just one. You were an extreme knucklehead. But I'm proud of you. Thank you. I, I, I just want to let you know that. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> one last time, if you could just let everybody know how to get a hold of you and where you're at and everything, and we gotta. Yep. Um, Facebook's the best way to get a hold of me for business. Um, call the shop. The number is five zero three. Three eight four two one seven zero. And if you didn't get that, uh, go to Facebook. Um, Mark Gailey, G A I L E Y. Mark Gailey, uh, Murder Inc. I N K. Murder Inc. Uh, we're proud of this guy. He's our buddy, and he's done some super cool stuff. And mainly, he's just turned his life around, and is a is a an example to be followed. Thank uh, so, you. thank you, everybody, for joining us. This week on the Felony Inc. podcast with me, Dave Dahl, and my little buddy, Lad Justison. And once again, I'm going to thank our guest, Mark Gailey of Murder Inc. Artistry, Portland's best place to get a goddamn tattoo. Goddamn Thanks, tattoo. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Join us this and every week, live at 10 a.m. Pacific Time at StartupRadioNetwork.com. If you don't join us live, we may visit your house late at night. When you least expect it. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to make you listen. <laughs> breaking and entering. Lad's ass. This will be full-on breaking and listening. That's right. And coming up after the break is a Latino Founder Hour with your host, Edgar Navis and Claudia Cardenas. Their podcast is usually in Spanish, so and they put this uh, Spanish stuff here that I have no idea what to say, but que pasa. <laughs> You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen, learn, launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.